Hey y'all, Ohio Crime Mom here, and I just want to apologize in advance for any background noise you hear. You're definitely going to hear a TV and my furnace. Um, due to the weather, I'm not able to record outside like I usually would, um, to where there isn't as much noise, so I'm going to go ahead and apologize for that. And I also want to apologize for the delay on this week's episode. I was having some technical difficulties. So without further ado, let's go ahead and just jump into this week's case. Selena Quintanilla was born on April 16, 1971, to parents Abraham and Marcella. Although Selena spoke English, her father began teaching her to sing in Spanish phonetically. He did this so she could resonate with her Latino community. By around eight years old, Selena started performing with a band made up of her siblings, Abraham Jr., who played bass, and sister Suzette, who played drums. The band was called Selena y los Dinos. They began playing at small venues such as bars, weddings, and local fairs. The band was formed formally in 1981 and was the main source of income for the family. The band began growing uh, or gaining popularity sorry, in the late 80s, and by 1986, Selena won Female Vocalist of the Year and Performer of the Year at the Tijano Music Awards. In the early 90s, Selena added guitar player Chris Perez to the band. They quickly fell in love and wasted no time ignoring threats by Selena's father, Abraham. And on April 2nd, 1992, they were married. In 1993, a former nurse named Yolanda Salvador became involved with Selena's fan club and was quickly promoted to president of the fan club by Selena's father. This allowed Yolanda to gain access to Selena's personal life and they quickly became best friends. And now for a word from our sponsors. It is known that Selena was a fashion icon and her love of fashion led to her opening her own boutiques in 1994. Her first location was in Corpus Christi, Texas, and she would go on that year to open two more locations, one in San Antonio, Texas, and one in Monterrey, Mexico. It was an easy decision for Selena to pick Yolanda to manage her boutiques. In December of 1994, the boutiques began to suffer due to staffing issues. According to former employees, Yolanda often fired employees that she disliked. Selena was one to see the good in everybody, so when employees began coming to her with the concerns, she dismissed them. The staff then began complaining to Abraham, who took them seriously, and warned Selena to look out for the situation, but Selena also dismissed her father. In January of 1995, Abraham began receiving phone calls from fan club members who had paid their dues but said they hadn't received anything in return. Abraham launched an immediate investigation into these claims. Through his investigation, Abraham discovered that Yolanda had embezzled more than $30,000 from both the fan club and the boutiques. On March 9th of 1995, Abraham, Selena, and her sister Suzette had a meeting with Yolanda to confront her with the proof of embezzlement. Abraham informed Yolanda that if she didn't provide proof that these accusations were false, that he would involve local authorities. He also banned Yolanda from having any contact with Selena. Selena did not want to dissolve this friendship with Yolanda and also knew that she had important documents for tax preparation for both the boutiques and the fan club. Selena and Yolanda spoke and agreed to meet so Selena could get the papers she needed for the tax prep. 
In the days leading up to meeting, Yolanda did everything she could to delay. She even went as far as to say she had been sexually assaulted in Mexico. On March 31st, 1995, Yolanda and Selena went to a clinic for the alleged rape. Yolanda was given a brief physical exam, but did not receive a gynecological exam, which would take place in this kind of situation. Later, Selena would meet Yolanda at her room at the Days Inn Motel in Corpus Christi. At the motel, an argument happened concerning the financial documents, and at 11.48 a.m., Yolanda took a gun from her purse and pointed it at Selena. At this point, Selena attempted to flee, but Yolanda shot her in the right lower shoulder. Selena fled from the room and ran to the lobby of the hotel, where she gave Yolanda's name and room number before she collapsed. Selena left behind a 392-foot-long trail of her own blood. And now for one last word from our sponsors. Rella's Wonder Crafts is a small family-owned crafting business located here in Southern Ohio. They make a variety of crafts from custom shirts and tumblers to decals and wreaths, plus so much more. Since 2017, they have been creating magic and happiness by bringing our, their customers and visions to life. Come take a peek into their world. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Etsy, and TikTok. And just in time for Christmas, you can get so many great things. Bystanders said that at first Yolanda had began to go after Selena and yelled out, excuse the language, bitch, before she gave up, and Selena got away. At this point, Yolanda attempted to flee but was spotted by a police officer and was unable to get away. This would lead to a nine and a half hour standoff where Yolanda held the gun to her head. During this time, hundreds of fans and media gathered around the Days Inn in Corpus Christi. Yolanda would finally give herself up and was taken into immediate custody. Selena was dead on arrival at Corpus Christi Memorial Hospital. They were able to revive her and rushed her to surgery. After 50 minutes of surgery, Selena had lost too much blood and went into cardiac arrest. Selena Quintanilla Perez, aged 23, was pronounced dead at 1.05 p.m. March 31, 1995. The bullet had severed her subclavian artery and the damage was beyond repair. This kind of doesn't have a lot to do with the case, but um, I personally have a very strong dislike to Howard Stern and this pertains to him. Days after Selena's death, Howard Stern mocked Selena's murder and her burial, making fun of her fans. His show was then boycotted and he had disorderly contact arrest warrant issued after playing Selena's songs with the sound of gunshots over them. Stern was not formally charged, but in my opinion, he definitely should have been. Selena's funeral was held on April 3rd of 1995. This was just one day after what would have been her third wedding anniversary with her husband and guitar player for her band, Chris Perez. Selena's body was laid to rest at Seaside Memorial Cemetery. On April 12, 1995, two weeks after Selena's murder, the then governor of Texas, George W. Bush, declared April 16th, Selena's birthday, as Selena Day in the state of Texas. Yolanda's tri trial was heavily followed by the Latino community, and although the trial was not televised, cameras were all over the courthouse grounds to 
get catch any info that they could. Yolanda had tried to claim that she had shot Selena by accident. The gun used to kill Selena was a 38 caliber Taurus Model 85 revolver. This gun needs 11 pounds of pressure to pull the trigger. This means that she had to deliberately pull the trigger. On October 23, 1995, after less than three hours of deliberation, the jury found Yolanda Salvador guilty of first-degree murder. Yolanda was sentenced on October 26, 1995, to life in prison with the possibility of parole in 30 years. At the time, this was the maximum sentence in Texas. Yolanda is serving her sentence at the Mountain View Unit in Gatesville, Texas, and is eligible for parole on March 30th of 2025. Selena's legacy lived on, though, and in July of 1995, the crossover album named Dreaming of You that she had been working on prior to her murder was released. The album sold 175,000 copies its first day and 331,000 copies in its first week. The album also debuted number one on the U.S. Billboard 200 chart, making Selena the first Hispanic artist to do so. Many movies, TV shows, and documentaries have also been made about Selena, and her fans still travel from all over to visit her grave and her life-size bronze statue in Corpus Christi. Selena lives on through her family, her fans, and her music. And that is it for this week's case. I know it was not as long as usual, um, and I had actually planned on doing a completely different case, um, but I actually had watched a show. Um, if you've never watched it, there is a show called The Crimes That Changed Us, and they're, they talk about some crimes that truly changed how um, us as a public see things, and there was an episode on Selena, and I love Selena's music. I love her movie. Like, I've seen the movies, the documentaries, everything. I think she was an amazing person um, and such a great role model to especially Latino women. Um, and once I watched that episode, I was like, nope, scrap everything else. We're doing Selena this week. She's been on my list for a while, but that just kind of pushed it further. And there's not a whole lot of information about the murder. Um, so, I mean, what what we have is what we have. So I couldn't really make this a longer episode, but next week's episode will be a pretty long one. Um, and it's probably going to be a multi-parter as well. So I just want to say thank you guys for all of your support lately. I know things have been a little further behind than what they usually are um, due to having my second surgery. And I just needed a mental health break as well. And then this week I had technical issues. It's just kind of been a mess. Um, I actually do not have a small business spotlight this week. I am actually looking for new people to be small business spotlights. Um, if you are a listener and you own a small business spotlight, please reach out to me either through the Ohio Crime Mom Instagram or the Ohio Crime Mom Facebook group. Um, you do not have to be from Ohio. I've had somebody ask me before if they needed to be from Ohio just because I live in Southern Ohio does not mean that I won't support your business if you're in California. Um, small Business Spotlight is meant to highlight these small businesses all over the country, especially with COVID going on. I know a lot of businesses have had suffered, especially small businesses. So I just want to be able to support you guys in any way that I possibly can. So until next time, this has been Ohio Crime Mom.